Initialize sequence. Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Chabelle of Fear Factory. I was from Devil Driver and Cold Chamber. And Jerry Only, the great. Jared from Head P.E. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor from the band on there. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch and Gaze. This is Dino Cazares from the group Fear Factory. This is Max Cavalera. Cavalera Conspiracy. Stay underground. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Making his return to the Underground, it is Sevademic. Sev, what's happening, man? What is going down, Ned? How are you feeling? Feeling really good, man. Excited to get you back on here, man. Now, there's been a bunch on your plate since we last spoke. You just signed a deal with LSP, and now I've told this has all changed. So, what's the deal with you and LSP, Sev? Well, I can't get into the specifics of it, and I'll get into why. I was not happy with the movement of how things were going after I signed to LSP, and I felt as though I was locked into the contract that I signed with them, which was for two albums. And as you know, I delivered one album, still had one to go, so I was just bummed out about that fact. I didn't really see a way out. Uh, as an artist out of that deal, I just felt like I was in a position where I had to deliver another album for a label that I didn't I didn't like how they were moving and operating with me. And, you know, it just put me in a dark place. So I started just basically venting my frustrations on my YouTube channel. I started a podcast called The Shishcast. And uh, word of me airing my grievances on that podcast got back to the label. And an option came from that that I didn't anticipate, which was they agreed to terminate my contract early, like before I meet the two album term of the contract. They were willing to get rid of the contract in exchange for me not speaking bad on the label publicly, like not getting into specifics about my experiences or whatever. So that's why I say I can't get into the details, but I can describe what it is which is that, you know what I mean? So that's why. I hear what you're saying there, man. I guess it's good on their part that you were able to come to the agreement that, that they would let you out of it, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would never even saw that being something that happens. Like, I didn't even know that, A, they would be willing to do that, B, that it would be happening so that I'd be able to get out of the situation so soon. You know, it was just solid all the way around it seemed to make everybody happy for me to terminate my contract so we started getting the ball rolling on that immediately ah well there you go man and we won't touch too much more on that for obvious reasons so we'll we'll switch things up here man you join twisted gmo a la zulalu and the crew on the generation nightmare tour i wanted to know how was that run uh it was actually a disappointment that tour made me look at my career and my trajectory and where I want to go completely differently. I I can get into it specifically if you want. I don't know how much detail you want me to go into, but basically it was just seeing how they uh, twisted that is, how they operate just as a label, as a artist duo that's at the top of a label with other artists under them. Like there's kind of a lot of framework there that in a lot of ways I want to emulate in the future for my label and my career like I want to have artists and all that but there's just a lot of things I saw done in a way that I would just never do them and it started putting my mind down a a course of what else would I do differently as president of my own label and you know an artist that does 
everything on his own. Like, how could I be the change I want to see? You know, because I'm seeing these guys operate. I don't agree with it. How can I fix it in my own lane, in my own journey? And basically, ever since that tour, every move I've made has been with that energy behind it. So no, the the tour was actually underwhelming from my perspective. I signed up for it to play bigger venues to more fans and earn more fans. And that tour was right along, right on par with the uh, smaller acts on Magic Ninja. Like we played oftentimes bigger venues with more of a turnout when Twisted had nothing to do with it. From the two, three tours I did prior to the Twisted tour. I don't know why it was booked that way. I don't I don't know, but especially the fact that I wasn't invited onto that tour. Me and my label, Sick Mind Media, invested into that tour as a means of, like I said, gaining more fans. That's what it's all about, putting yourself in a position to gain more fans. The venues were extremely, some of the places were 70 to 100 capacity people. I just didn't expect that for Twisted. That was why I signed up. I wanted to prove myself on a bigger stage. And it was either the same size stage or a smaller stage, to be honest. Just being honest, that was my experience with it. Yeah, appreciate the honesty there, man. And you're saying now that you're only going to be headlining shows, is that right? That's absolutely correct, Ned. I appreciate you bringing that up right afterwards. That's a perfect example of what I mean by looking at things in, in the energy of I'm worth it, knowing my worth, knowing my price, knowing what I bring to the table. And if other people don't see that vision, that's 100% okay. You know what I mean? Let them go do their thing. I'm doing my thing over here. And ever since I changed that perspective and started booking headliner-only shows, everything's contracted, everything's right there on the table, no sneaky tricks, no playing games, none of that. It's just been a whole different world for me, man. Straight up. Oh, that is awesome right there. And you, you're fresh from one too, aren't you? How is that for the release of this Severance release party? The Severance release party was strange because it was in a, a market that I'm not too familiar with. I've only played Bozeman, Montana one previous time on a tour with a band called Hemlock a couple years ago. And even when I played back then on their tour as a supporting act, it was it was just a strange reception kind of just one of those places the promoter was confused i was confused it was just a strange situation but going back into me booking my own shows it was something that whether you look at the turnout or the reception or any of the factors that make a show a good show all those things could have been better clearly but the difference is that i didn't take a financial loss by all those things not being in place i actually made money on a situation that wasn't ideal for me as an artist. That's what I mean by the whole perspective being different. You're always gonna learn, everything isn't gonna be a W right off the bat. But if you're learning and not losing money while you're learning, then you're actually not losing, you're just learning. So that that's that's just basically what it was, man. It was a, a learning experience that I didn't take a financial loss for. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and you're basically what you're saying now is that you're sort of learning and taking everything into aspect for building this new, well, building your existing label. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct. The label that I was operating before I signed to LSP and have returned to operating since I've terminated my contract with LSP. And that label is Sick Mind Media LLC. 
aka S-double-M-double-L-C. Oh, there you go right there. We'll get we'll get onto that a little bit more in a minute, Sev, but tell me about this new album of yours, man. It's just drop. It's a good one. I've listened to it quite a few times. Let us know about the recording process and what your sort of mindset was going into it. Okay. Severance was initially going to be intended as my equalizer on LSP. Like, I just felt so deserted while I was on that label that the energy going into my second album, basically the same energy I brought to me returning to form on my own label. I felt like it'd be disingenuous to stop that energy, that creative flow, that frustration, frustrated energy of what I was dealing with on that label, just toss all that inspiration really to the side and just do something else just because I'm not on that label anymore. Mm. It seemed disingenuous. So so I just stuck with it. And I just, I felt like it was a way for me to, in an artistic way, let the fans in on my energy and my thoughts and my attitude, not only in that deal, but moving out of that deal. Like, where am I at with all of it? You know what I mean? Am I curling up in a corner about it or am I, you know, firing out of a cannon with it? And that's what Severance is. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a damn good one, Seven. I, I love the video for Energies as well. When did you film that one? That was one of the first ones I, I wrote. And uh, you can hear from the very first bars on the song, it's just a lot of my problem with what I was going through was who I was going through it with. And if you broaden that perspective to the entire music industry or, or, you know, lesser than that, just like the underground, we're on the underground. Just think about it in terms of the underground. Mm. There's a lot of relationships that, that exist in the underground based on everything except for talent, based on everything except for ability. It's all political and what can you do for me and how can you jerk me off and how can you, you know, all this stuff. And I just find that leaves a terrible taste in my mouth because everybody seems to know that that's the case, but no one talks about it in fear of jeopardizing these relationships and burning these bridges. And what I've been trying to convey in all my recent interviews, including this one, is that the most powerful tool that an artist can have is the ability to move and operate in their own lane without help from anybody, without needing anyone's assistance to lean on and to depend on in in any way, shape, or form, 100% independent. And I think a lot of these artists are just afraid of investing in themselves, putting all the chips on themselves, betting on themselves, and just being like, listen, man, if, if you're not doing things the way I believe they should be done, then you just have to go operate someplace else. I just don't think a lot of artists have the balls to do that. And if it has to just be me, then it'll just be me then. That Yeah, man, I hear what you're saying 100%. It is a gutsy move what you're doing right there, Severdamic, because like you say, the underground, it is a very, very small industry. But man, I agree with where you're coming from. You've got to say it how it is you gotta say how it is and the whole gatekeeper mentality of you can't get on stage because this person runs this operation it's like okay well that has to be what changes and i understand that me being the person as i've done earlier in my career that completely rearranges the status quo of how these things operate it paints a target on me but i've never 
strayed away from being a target, Ned. I, I welcome it. I, I want all the smoke. If someone has a problem with how I operate, where the artists are respected for their craft and compensated properly and not out here working tooth and nail for pennies, then, you know, that's what it is, man. I, I invite all the smoke for that. If you have a problem with that, you know, everyone knows how to contact me. Yeah. I'm not stopping or slowing <laughs> or slowing down. Uh, yeah, I, I am hearing you, man. It is what it is. But tell us about work working with Towering House Productions. Different crew this time for the video? Oh, man, they're the greatest, man. Shout out to Towering House Productions out here in Albuquerque, the 505. I was in a position where I just moved out here and I didn't have anybody to work with uh, as far as bringing my vision to the, you know, the video medium. I got fortunate a couple times when I was in California, when I lived there, but you know, it's a completely different place. So uh, Machete, who is fantastic, super nice. She saw me in Guitar Center one day. She's just one of the creative directors over there. And she approached me and asked, hey, are you Sevedemic? And I was like, okay, this is dope. <laughs> you know, I don't just get recognized like that. But, you know, yeah, yeah, it's me. And we just started talking. She had seen me perform when I was out here on tour at some point. And she gave me a business card. And I ended up checking out some of the work they had done with some metal. They primarily work with metal bands, which is right down my alley. Definitely. And, uh, right, right. I checked out their work. I was impressed. Uh, we had a meeting, decided what we wanted to do. And the video was done about 10 days later. It's an awesome one, man. And I was going to bring that up before. It sort of looks like the place you'd get mugged in where it was sort of filmed at. But I really like it. It's got that sort of very dark feel. It, And you said that you love working with this new crew. Is there any more videos coming off this new EP? I would say so, man. Everyone I've talked to has just been like, man, every song on here needs a video. So, so <laughs> if I don't give y'all at least two or three more, I'm going to be in hot water. So definitely um, getting it started, the next video with them. Well, that being said, man, you've got yourself a great new video crew to work with. Uh, you're on your own, independent. You're looking at building sick-minded media. What is, or sick-mind media, what does the 2020 plans hold? Oh man, just building the platform, going back to what I mentioned about what I don't like about how other labels operate. I feel as though the most important thing to how my label operates is building the platform properly, which is the foundation, right? You, you can't build a foundation of something, you know, on sand and expect it to sustain and be a powerhouse and a force to be reckoned with. So it's my responsibility to build Sick Mind Media as a platform that when I reach the point of signing artists and bringing talent onto Sick Mind Media, it's a platform that can actually benefit those artists. It's a platform that can actually empower them. And I can do what I have been promised from several sources throughout my career, which is that, hey, I'm the head of the label. I'm going to give the tools to you as the artist that I've been building throughout all these years. I'm going to give them to you and sit back behind a desk and watch the flowers blossom. That's the end game. So until I reach that point, I have to build the, the platform myself. So that's just all the basics. Better music, more consistency, bigger shows, hitting markets as far as shows that I've never hit before, staying right there with the fans, interacting, just, just building the platform, man. That's what 2020 holds. Yeah, I like that right there, man. And you'll you'll have that much more sort of feeling of self-accomplishment doing it on your own as well, doing it independently. Then once it's all done and dusted, or as you're moving forward, you're about to know that you did it on your own. And I guess that will make you feel a lot better. Not only that, but, you know, financially, 
there's a huge incentive to figure out how to do everything yourself, especially when it comes to publishing and things like that. Like, would you rather be an artist signed to a label where people are writing your music and taking your publishing? You get 20 to 30% for every song you write, or would you rather put it all together yourself and get 200% for every song you write? It's a no-brainer to me. Yeah, it definitely is, man. And you're saying to me, too, that you've got two new albums coming out this year and you've, you know, you we're only sort of a quarter of the way through. or You're killing it, man. I really want to be undeniable. I feel like you can't walk around talking big shit like I talk and just not deliver with product, you know? Those, just trying to make a fire with no sticks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to, how are you going to talk the big shit and not deliver? So I, I'm really going above and beyond. I, you know, uh, it seems to be working too. People have never heard of me are just like, well, what the, what's this guy? What's going on? And this is just the beginning. You know, I'm, I'm really trying to make a statement, not just this year, but from this point forward. Yeah, moving on sort of thing. So when can we expect these two new albums, man? I would say loosely in the summer for the first one. So just sometime in the summer and then sometime in the fall for the second one. I would like to have it out in October. That would be ideal. But yeah, that's the general timeline. Yeah, that is crazy, man. You've got a work ethic second to none. So are you going to be touring or anything sort of in between time? Or are you just like, what is the sort of plan? Yes. It's kind of like a new... I've never seen an artist move like I move. Move how I've been moving recently. The most similar way I could compare it, Ned, is like a stand-up comedian, a successful one, that just kind of goes out to a different city every weekend, and they just play that city and then come home, and it's a different city and so on and so forth. That's kind of the rhythm that I'm in, and it's it's interesting, you know? It's different. So, yeah, I like uh, it. Yeah, it's cool. So it's like, I, I basically do that for a month to six weeks following the release of an album. Then I lay low for about four to five weeks to write the next album and then kind of interval those throughout the year. That's my plan. Yeah, I, I, I love that right there, man. Well, we definitely plan on keeping an eye on you, and we're going to pop up this new video, Energies. Be sure to check it out. We'll make it the video of the week right here at the Underground. Be sure to pick up Severdemic's latest album. It is called Severance. It is out now. It is a damn good one. Stream it on your digital platform of choice or hit him up at sickmindmedia.com. Severdemic, thank you so much for joining us, man. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you for squeezing me in. I know it was tough with daylight savings and everything. Oh, man, yes. To those listening, I did stuff this man around today. Daylight savings, the day that I picked the time, man, and yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You pulled over in the middle of a road to call me and I was just getting out of bed. Time difference is a killer. (laughs) You were like, uh, no. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I actually, oh I, I hadn't forgot, man. I hadn't forgot. But I'm so glad that you, you know, you weren't angry. So thank you, man. It's all good, man. I appreciate you. Shout out to your fans. And everybody go listen to Severance. It's streaming now. Sickmindmedia.com. And all my socials at Sevademic, except for, as you said, Facebook, which is the real Sevademic. Thanks, Ned. How? What? It's the underground.